Hello and welcome. My name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter, as well as a personal trainer. And I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along with fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Jackie Lindahl. Thank you so much for listening. I am for the first time ever actually recording this on video as well as voice to maybe get some content out of this and I may start posting the podcast to YouTube. We'll see. I don't know yet. But anyways, for today's episode, I wanted to actually just kind of shoot the breeze and chat about a few different things that have been going on and um, I guess things that I've been dealing with and my own fitness journey and things like that. So I thought that this would just kind of be a shoot the breeze episode and yeah, so let's get into it. First things first, a little bit of a life update. Things are going good. Um, baby girl is now 12 weeks old officially and she is doing great. She is a chunk. She's growing like crazy, which is totally awesome. Um, she is like well surpassing, um, her older sister, my oldest daughter by a lot. Um, I recently weighed her and she's well over 14 pounds now at 12 weeks, which is funny because my older daughter did not reach 14 pounds until she was like four months old. So she's not like pretty much three months old and already like a lot bigger than her sister was, but she's doing great. Things are going good. Uh, we did have a little bit of a struggle there for a little while where she wasn't taking a bottle and now she's doing much better with it. She's consistently taking a bottle again and stuff. But at there was like, I don't know what happened at first. We were really good about giving her a bottle and being pretty diligent with that because my oldest daughter, um, we had her on a bottle pretty much like right away. And my older daughter took to the bottle as well as breastfeeding and like had no issues going back and forth. Uh, with Arwen, she did take the bottle really well initially, but then she, I kind of got lazy with it and she was having like some issues when she was eating with like gagging and coughing and things like that, just even with me breastfeeding. So I was just trying to get that kind of worked out. And then I stopped giving her the bottle for a couple of weeks and then I tried to go give her a bottle and she wouldn't take it. And I was like, oh shit, did I just screw myself over? And like normally it wouldn't be obviously that big of a deal for a lot of people. However, though, the issue that I was concerned about is eventually I want to go back to doing in-person training and doing things like kind of on my own and having going back to work a little bit and stuff. Whereas if she's not taking a bottle, I can't really do that because obviously I can't drag her with me everywhere I go. So anyways, I was having a little bit of a crisis over that. However, though, we have worked out the kinks. She is taking a bottle much better now and consistently, and I'm being better about being more consistent about getting her to take a bottle and stuff. But anyway, mom things. Um, but yeah, and my oldest daughter, she is starting play school this week, which I am excited about. Uh, it's really not that big of a deal in that her daycare is taking her to and from play school and her daycare kids that she goes to daycare and stuff with are all going. So it's really, they're just kind of doing daycare at a different location for a couple hours a week, but she's excited about the idea of school, which is great. Um, and I'm excited for her to go and like 
be in a different environment and learn and things like that. She's quite shy. So I feel like this would be really good for her to go to a different environment and learn and things. So anyways, those are kind of the updates. Um, what else have we been up to my garden? I have been nerding out over gardening this year so hard and I'm so excited for our first official garden. Things have been going quite good. I would say I am so excited for my tomatoes. I'm hoping that they will start to turn here right away so I can pick them and picking other things out of the garden. Anyways, I've been nerding out over it, which is super funny because like anytime I start talking about my garden or my tomatoes or whatever to my husband, his eyes just like glaze over. Like you could just tell he's like not interested. And I, and, um, he was kind of laughing at me the other day because I was like obsessively talking about my garden and tomatoes, kind of like what I'm doing right now. Um, and he kind of said to me, he's like, you know, you talk about your garden a lot. And I kind of had to remind him be like, Hey bro, I have to hear about boats and hunting and fishing and guns and this and that like year round from you where you obsessively talk about all of these types of things and we are nearing into hunting season my husband hunts and that's pretty much all I'm going to hear about until like December so I was like you can listen to me talk about tomatoes for like a month if I have to listen to you talk about friggin hunting and deer and geese and stuff like that for the next like three months. So he kind of laughed and he thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all the life update updates I have. My life is uh, incredibly boring apparently, but into my kind of topic for today, I wanted to chat about being impatient. And when it comes to your progress, your journey, uh, seeing the things that you want to see and whatnot. And just that being patient is the, you just have to be patient and it's hard not to. And I kind of went through my own lesson here recently where I had to take my own advice, which isn't ever as much fun as you think it is when you're a personal trainer, taking your own advice is not that much fun, but how when it comes to your journey, slow and steady really does win the race and you have to be super fucking patient because as soon as you start getting impatient, then you start doing stupid shit to try to make the process go faster. And then that's when you get frustrated and then that's when you fall off track. And then the cycle just rinse and repeats itself. You feel like you're getting, you know, you feel like you're getting nowhere with your progress and then you get impatient and then you fall off track. And so we started in August, I started a workout program with a great group of ladies. I decided that it was time to get myself back into shape and to, um, I wanted to work on my own workouts, get my nutrition back in check and kind of start my own fitness journey back up again after having baby number two. And so I decided let's make this like an open program. And I invited some ladies to come and join me. And we have a great group who have been super supportive and stuff. And I've been coaching them and helping them and guiding them along the way, as well as doing this program myself. And we just finished phase one, the first four weeks of the program. And like really in all reality, four weeks in a workout program is fuck all. That's like a one phase, not even that big of a deal. You don't really start getting the gears turning and stuff until like eight weeks, 12 weeks. That's when you really start to gain traction. Um, so the first four weeks is really just about getting into consistency, getting your workouts in, and you might see a little bit of progress and kind of getting your bearings to go from there. But 
Um, yeah, so the first phase went really well and I'll, I'll mainly just speak to my own progress and stuff because everybody's journey is a little bit different and I can't really attest to everybody's journey. Um, just because every woman is different and the other ladies in the program can speak to themselves, speak themselves about their own journeys. But I'll just speak on to about myself that for the first four weeks, I'm actually really happy with my progress. Uh, I've been taking things pretty slow and steady. My main goals for the first phase were just to get consistent again with my workouts and to be just getting my workouts in as consistently as possible, get my strength up a little bit again, and to start making some changes to my nutrition and just seeing how it goes, which I did. And I was actually really happy with it in that I was able to get my workouts in. So the program is three workouts a week, three strength training workouts a week, upper body, lower body, and full body, and then getting in as much extra activity as you can throughout the week. So I've been focusing on getting in at least three or four walks throughout the week where we're going for at least a half hour to an hour long walk, um, and getting in 10,000 steps a day. That's the exercise portion of it that I've been doing for myself for nutrition. I've just really been focusing on, uh, consistency with my nutrition, getting in more fruits and vegetables, as well as hitting my protein goals, because I was really struggling for a long time on hitting my protein. And then therefore, because I wasn't hitting my protein goals, I wasn't feeling as satisfied with my meals and snacky. I've been more snacky and things like that. So since I've been making those changes, I've been noticing big progress with my appetite and feeling more full in between meals and stuff. I've been focusing more on having bigger, more satisfying meals so that I'm not so snacky. And that's one thing that I feel like a good takeaway for a lot of people is when you're looking to lose weight and you're adjusting your nutrition and things like that, a lot of people feel like they need to eat smaller and smaller and smaller meals, which is actually a backwards way of thinking. When you're wanting to lose weight and you're trying to make adjustments to your nutrition, one of the best things that you can do is instead of making your meals smaller and smaller and smaller, thinking that smaller, less calories is the way to go, actually making your meals bigger and more satisfying, including more food on your plate and stuff, you're going to feel more satisfied. You're going to have an actual meal that you're going to get full with. And then that will lead to less snackiness, less reaching into the fridge an hour after supper or whatever, because you're actually satisfied. And it's something that I struggled with for a long time where back in the day when I was first kind of starting to work out and adjusting my nutrition, I thought, oh, I need to have smaller meals. I was only having like 200 calories for breakfast and like 300 calories for lunch. And then I would feel so snacky all day long. And I'd be like hungry and feeling like I needed more snacks throughout the day, which made it harder to stay within my calorie range that I wanted to. But once I kind of changed my mindset about it and I actually started having big meals with lots of vegetables, good amount of protein, having fats with my meals, making sure I'm having some kind of a starchy carb with my meal. I was feeling satisfied and I was actually eating meals that I enjoyed instead of just having like a protein and vegetables and that's it for my supper. I was having pasta and I'm able to have rice and bread and these things because I'm having a more satisfying, bigger meal. And then I'm feeling full after my meal and I'm not reaching into the cupboard later on. So yes, in that meal alone, it's more food and it's more calories, but overall I'm consuming less because I'm not snacking, if that makes sense. So 
That's one thing that I've really been concentrating on is having those big full meals and feeling satisfied. And then in that also making sure that my protein intake has been higher to help that. And really, um, so far with my nutrition, I've been really happy with it in that I've also been able to enjoy myself. Last weekend, we went up to my sister's place where, you know, it was the long weekend. So we had hot dogs and I brought a thing of Oreos and we bought chips galore and all these things. And I was able to just relax and enjoy myself and eat the things that I wanted to eat. But I also brought along fruit and vegetables and we had salads and things like that. And I was able to just enjoy the food without panicking about eating or, oh my God, I'm going to go overboard this weekend and lose all my progress. I was able to just enjoy it in the moment, knowing that when I get home, I'm going to want a salad and I'm going to want vegetables and I'm just going to get back on track. And that's pretty much it. Uh, So yeah, I've been feeling really good about it. And I just took my progress photos for the first four weeks today or yesterday actually. And I was talking about on my Instagram stories today and how I'm actually really happy in the end about how my progress is. I've noticed on my progress photos, I am losing some inches. I am gaining more muscle mass. I noticed even like, because I've been doing a lot of pelvic floor physiotherapy and um, physiotherapy for my abs and things like that from post-pregnancy, I don't have a big diastasis recti, but just focusing on proper core engagement and, uh, really engaging like the inner muscles and stuff, uh, which I talked about on my last podcast. And, um, I've been noticing just even that my posture is better because I've been focusing better on my core engagement and strengthening my core and stuff. So I've noticed that is a big, um, a big thing for my progress that I've noticed as well as just my strength has gone up. So I've been really happy with my workouts in that my upper body strength is actually like pretty much back to where it was, uh, pre-pregnancy, which makes me so unbelievably happy. My lower body strength is still coming along slowly, but, um, I'm excited to get back into doing like barbell work and stuff like that. Once, um, I get clearance from that with my physiotherapist. So I see her again next week and I'm excited to see, um, if she'll give me clearance to do like barbell work and stuff again. Um, and I can graduate from dumbbells to, um, doing like barbell deadlifts and barbell squats and stuff again. So I'm excited for that because that will help big time as well as just get my overall body strength back up. Um, yeah. But the ironic part is, is I know now all this progress that I've been making, but last week I was actually having a little bit of a moment where I was feeling really impatient. So we had just gotten back after the long weekend. I knew that I had kind of you know, I enjoyed myself. That's all I'm going to say is I enjoyed myself on the long weekend. And towards the end of last week, I was thinking to myself like, man, I just feel like I'm not quite making the progress that I want to make. And just being a little bit hard on myself and being a little bit impatient, wishing that things were going faster and thinking, um, I was doing something that I never should do. And I know better. And it's funny that when you know better, You think that you know all the things, but then you do it anyways. And you do sometimes the things that you don't want your clients to do. But I was uh, scrolling through my my old like uh, Instagram posts and stories and stuff. And I saw some older pictures of me from like before I even had kids. Like I was like, like this was like before I even had kids. Never mind before I had one, like before when I just had one kid. This was like pre-kids. I was looking at some pictures of myself. And I was quite lean and I had a lot of muscle popping and stuff because the gym at the time was my life. And, you know, I was like, wow, 
I miss that. I want that back again. Oh man. I was thinking like, how long would it take to get back to that? And da da da. And I just like fell down this slippery slope and feeling impatient and wishing that I was back there and all these things. And it's so funny because like, if I was talking to a client and a client was telling me this, I'd be like, okay, we need to like take a step back. You need to relax. This is a process, blah, 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 blah. But I caught myself doing the exact same things. And which again, it's just kind of ironic that even though I'm a trainer and I know these things and I can tell these things to people, you know, you have to be more patient. You have to relax, just enjoy the journey, blah, blah, blah. I get impatient too. And so you're not alone if you're feeling like you're getting impatient with your journey or you're feeling like things should go faster or whatever. It's a natural thing. And yes, even trainers, people like me who are going through our own journeys. And yes, I know all these things and I know that I need to be patient and whatnot. I still go through it too. And so you're definitely not alone on that. Um, but yeah, so it was just kind of funny and I just had to kind of take a moment and take a step back and be like, okay, logically, yes, we know that we want things to go faster, but in all reality, the faster we try to make the process go, the slower it's actually going to get. And it happens because, and I've seen it happen many times with clients and, and people and just chatting with people and stuff is that the faster that you try to make the journey go, you're going to start doing silly things and unsustainable things. Like you're going to cut your calories even more to be in a more severe calorie deficit. You're going to do more exercise. You're going to do more cardio and all these things to try to make the process go faster. But what's actually happening is that you're going to make it less sustainable and it harder to do. And you're going to burn out and you're going to spin your wheels, spin your wheels, doing more cardio, cutting carbs, cutting calories, cutting sugar, uh, doing more workouts and all these things, thinking that you need to restrict more and do more exercise to get to where you want to go faster. But at the end of the day, you're actually not going to get there faster because you're going to burn out. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to think this is unsustainable. I can't keep up with this. And then you just quit. Whereas if you just slow down, and you take your time and you just make small sustainable changes. You stick with a realistic workout program, which right now for me is three days a week. Um, and you do movement every single day without killing yourself with cardio and make sustainable, realistic nutrition changes without restricting anything. You're going to actually get there faster, but because the process, yes, is going to be slow you're going to think this is going to take forever. I'm never going to get there, but you will actually get there because you're going to be able to be more consistent with it versus if you just crash diet. Cause again, you crash diet. Yay. I lose five pounds or whatever, but then in two months, three months, because this is so unsustainable, I'm going to gain 10 back. So yes, in the long run, it is more realistic and it is better to just take your time, go slow. Don't do anything stupid and just know that the end goal will be there and you'll get there eventually. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been really reminding myself that it just, it's, it's a process and it's okay. I can feel impatient. Those feelings are valid. There's nothing wrong with feeling impatient and stuff, but you just have to remind yourself sometimes that you just got to take it slow and steady wins the race as corny as that is. And as much as nobody wants to fucking hear that, nobody wants to hear that. And even myself, and I've even had, uh, you know, people message me, uh, like, um, I even had a conversation with a client, uh, last week where she was like, Hey, I'm following these calories and I'm doing my exercises, but I'm just not losing weight as fast as I want to. And I was like, okay, so 
you've, you're sticking within your calorie range. You're feeling really good about it. You're not restricting anything. You're having your treats and enjoying them. Uh, you're doing your workouts. You're making big progress with your workouts and your strength gains and everything. And you are making progress on the scale. It's coming slowly, but surely, but you want it to go faster. And she was like, yeah. So should I like add in more cardio? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I said, I don't want you to do a fucking thing. And she's like, what? I like, I don't want you to do a, f- a fucking thing. Don't change anything. Don't change a damn thing. You're doing your workouts. You're doing great with them. You're making progress. You're getting in activity throughout the week without killing yourself. And your nutrition, you said, is good and you can stick to it and you feel good about it. And you're making progress. Don't change a fucking thing. Because as soon as you start making changes, you're going to make the process just that much more unsustainable. So just stick with what you're doing. You're making progress. You're doing good. You're happy with how things are going so far. Good. Don't change anything. Because like I said, as soon as you start changing shit, it's going to be unrealistic and unsustainable. And she was kind of taken aback by it. And I said to her, I know that's not the advice that you wanted. And she's like, no, it's not. But, you know, we had a conversation about it. And she's like, but I understand why you're saying that. Um, She's like, of course, that's not the advice that I want to hear. I wanted you to tell me that I could do this and do this and whatever so that you could get to where you want to go faster. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know that's what you want to hear. But as as my job as a coach is to tell you, you know, the best plan to get to where you want to go. And this is the best plan. And yes, it's slow and steady wins the race, but it's the best plan to get you there. So anyways, I I hope that there was some takeaways from this. I'm going to keep this episode pretty short. Uh, We're at about 20-ish minutes now, a little under 20 minutes. And yeah, the biggest takeaway is just slow and steady wins the race. Don't do anything stupid. Don't do anything drastic. And yes, even personal trainers have a hard time listening to their own advice. (laughs) All right. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate everybody who comes and stops by the podcast. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you coming on the podcast. If you don't already, feel free to follow me on Instagram. I will post my Instagram in the show notes, as well as I am back on YouTube. And I may be posting this episode or maybe just clips of it onto YouTube. But if you haven't already, I'll post that in my show notes as well. And you can head to my YouTube page and subscribe because I will be posting other more long form content as well on there. Uh, If you also have questions about my coaching and training options, please feel free to head to my website, www.fitlikeagirl.ca. I am still in taking more online training clients. So definitely feel free if you are looking for some help with your health and fitness, or you need a workout program or just somebody to support you and hold you accountable. I'm your girl. Feel free to head to my website and you can fill out the form uh, with my online training inquiries or my online training application and I will happily reach out and help you out. And otherwise, I just wanted to say thanks again for listening and until next time, take care fam.